Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Well, in case you didn't know, F1 returns to Vegas this weekend for the first time since 1982. And it's kind of a big deal, Callan O'Keefe, who is alongside myself, Harry Benjamin, as always. Uh, kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's kind of strange to see it, isn't it? I mean, if you could put together the ultimate show, uh, it's like Formula One meets the Super Bowl, isn't it? And I know there's been a bit of, of pushback about it, but I actually quite like it. I think it's causing a bit of, as always, I think it's causing a little bit of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, already, in, I mean, it's already kind of feels special because it's not traditionally fi- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's well, it, it technically in Vegas, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Although for, for us in, in Europe, it will still be like Sunday morning, early morning for the race. But that always kind of feels already kind of a bit special. But also like they've had this Netflix golf thing in the build up, which is hilarious to watch like professional golf players teaming up with uh, Albon, Norris and Sainz and Carlos Sainz like tearing up the trophy and dropping it on on the podium which was hilarious but also even just um did you see like this the big opening ceremony where they had all of the all of the drivers coming out and on these big sort of stages and plinths and then you had alex jakes doing doing the voice but it was so funny it was so american because they were introducing every team as like team mercedes team williams racing Team Haas, and it's like that. There's that. There, there's no need. It's only because it's America. <laughs> the best tweet I've seen, or X, whatever it's called now. I don't know what it's called, but um, it was it was. I can't remember who it was, but it was something along the lines of like um, who had the Ferrari drivers representing District One in the in this year's edition of the Hunger Games <laughs> on their it's 2023 bingo card. It was so good, wasn't it? And I mean, like. Yeah, you know what? Like, I know a lot of people that people are like traditional about the sport and everything, but I like it. I like seeing, I like it when we embrace the culture and we embrace the show of what it is. And you know, we're talking about it. We're talking about it, aren't we? So it's it's good in that sense. But yeah, I uh, I watched twenty five of the thirty minute opening ceremony. That's I I skipped through a little bit of it. I'm not going to lie. There was a couple of music acts in there that weren't to my taste, so mm. just gave it the old skip. But I did see the presentation and um. I for one enjoyed it. It's it's entertaining and it's it's nice to see the drivers outside their comfort zone as well because I know traditional racing drivers really hate doing that. So you can see the ones that are actually really enjoying it and you can see the ones that are just kind of putting on a bit of a smile. Yeah, I mean, well, look, there is there is some negativity towards it, mainly from from the locals in Vegas because it it doesn't look like it it does actually look like the track has just torn through the city <laughs> and become a real inconvenience, which which is you know, fair enough. But also Max Verstappen has been pretty, pretty outspoken in how he, you know, we're 99% there for 
the show and one percent there for the actual racing and he he doesn't care about the show he is just there for the racing he's not even particularly keen on the track you know it's a street street track and street tracks in general at the moment in f1 with these kind of cars that we have in this new era they're too wide they're too heavy they they don't suit these tracks yeah but if you let's take another sporting event right like and let's let's forget about formula one for a second we just had the rugby world cup yeah, mm-hmm. so if other sports exist outside of Formula what? One, who knew? And they do things differently. We just had the Rugby World Cup. What happens before the Rugby World Cup? There's a show. What happens at the Super Bowl? There's a show because it's it's part of the spectacle of putting on an amazing sporting event. And, you know, like these these events, and I think sometimes we do forget that it is important that it's a sport, but a sport is a show at, at the end of the day. It's, it's you know, it's it's not life and death. And part of the show, part of the reason why these drivers are able to race around the world in the best cars, in the, you know, the best facilities with the best fans and everything is because it's a show and we have to cater to the audience as well. We have to move with the times. Otherwise, Formula One's going to get left behind. And, you know, if, if we're sitting there and the people that aren't interested in Formula One tune into the opening ceremony, they get to know more of the drivers, they understand it's people who aren't necessarily part of the traditional fan base, but we can draw them into at least taking an interest in what's going on this weekend, then I don't see that as a negative thing at all. Well said. Well said, Callum O'Keefe. Um, the other thing, though, if we, if, we go, if we go more about, let's get into the track action, because I think oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know a lot of people will be listening to this and, and kind of FP1 would have already happened and it's cold in Vegas. It's a night race. And in the desert, it can get kind of cold. You know, we're talking single figure, single figure degrees here. Um, brand new track as well, resurfaced in parts and, and on, on actual streets. So they're thinking grip's going to be super low. How do you think that's all going to affect things? Well, I, I think I, I think it was Norris who said it's kind of like a, a blank canvas for everyone, isn't it? Like no mm. one really knows what to expect. So, you know, the the kind of quality of tarmac that's been laid down will affect the way the drivers feel the grip. And then, as you mentioned as well, it's kind of funny. I, w- I was reading something a few weeks ago and they were like, oh, we didn't really take into account the temperature when we were planning the race. I can't remember who it was. Oh, it, was yeah. it was someone quite high up in the FIA. It might have it might have been Ross Braun actually, and it's it's I kind of find that completely ludicrous that they planned this race, and as you said, it's a it's a spectacle. It's literally just shut down the entirety of Las Vegas, and they were like, oh, we didn't really consider the temperature, but you know, Formula One is all about switching on the tires. The tires are the only contact patch to the road, and we always talk about tire temperature, tire temperature, tire temperature, and when it's cold, you know, Formula One, especially we see any any category of motorsport, we see this cold graining where the, the surface gets really hot, but the core's still really cold, and as a driver, cold graining is the worst thing because the only way through cold graining is just to keep driving and reduce your speed. Now, Another thing that's great for cold graining for that environment is a new surface where there's no rubber. So we've created the perfect hotbed here for drivers to just have no grip on a track that they don't know where they're going and teams don't know what setup to run. It's it's going to be a properly uh, interesting weekend. Let's use that word, I think. Carnage. It's going to be a lot of action. Absolute carnage. That's what we want. But Absolute I suppose that carnage. it's all about you know who can who can fire up the tires quickly and and the best right so and who's you know who traditionally has done that well i think mclaren you could you could say are in that camp they're pretty good i wonder if this though could be a track where red bull maybe aren't the favorites yeah i think we're all kind of piecing it together by saying like what is the track well it's a lot of long straights slow speed corners it's a street circuit traditionally obviously we saw ferrari win in, in a track like singapore 
curb compliance, obviously that's something that doesn't really necessarily get spoken about. How can your car ride the bumps? How can it ride the curbs to maximize the grip and the, the confidence that the drivers have available to them? So if you go by the past form guide of what it should be, then it shouldn't be Red Bull's strongest track. However, the great thing about it is it's complete unknown. They could throw the car out and all of a sudden whatever Red Bull are doing just works here. And that's that's the beauty of coming to a, a racetrack and especially to a new one. It's it's also going to be a development war. I think where we see the teams and the drivers experimenting the most free practice one, free practice two, is that's going to be a really key indicator to understand where it is. But whoever finishes up just before qualifying at the front, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be there come qualifying time. What will be there the entire time is this sphere. Have you seen it? I have. Again, I I love a meme. Have you seen the uh, the memes on Twitter where it's like box Charles box and it's the like the yellow face? <laughs> Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? <laughs> Question. I, so so the sphere. Obviously, I saw something today as well that they they not allowed to use the colors of the flags, which. They've sort of said, we're not going to use red, we're not going to use blue, we're oh, not going to use yellow. that's a real missed trick, isn't it? Yeah, well, my kind of point would be, like, what racing driver is going to see this giant sphere and think, that's a light panel? That's a, that's, red that's flag, a light red panel. flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's one giant red flag on the track, you know? It doesn't... Hey, it's we're forward thinking, we're keeping the driver's safety in mind. But, I, yeah, it's... I, I don't really get the sphere. Do you understand the sphere? Am I missing something? Well, it, it's um, it, it's uh, it's worth millions. Uh, it's a million dollar investment by Vegas, I think, uh, and it's a it's a very an immersive experience. I think you you can go in it, and I believe F one have control of it over this weekend in terms of being able to display things. They probably yeah, they probably don't want to display stuff during the race that's going to be too distracting for obvious reasons, of, as we've said, but. If it's in line with what the other light panels are doing, I don't see the issue personally. But but then again, I'm not in Vegas and I don't know how bright that thing actually is. It's clearly massive. I don't know. It's Vegas. Anything goes. I, you know, I, I suppose the big question is, who's this better for? Is this, is, is this doing Vegas a favor or is this F1 needing Vegas? Because... I mean, let's be honest, F1 in, the, in this year and, and the last few races has been a bit of a tough sell compared to 2021, let's say. Yeah. And and even last year, you know, at least we had we had Ferrari a little bit more in it at the beginning with Leclerc. But, you know, we've got three. This is the third race in America now. Talk about cracking America. Is it, Vegas feels like its own little sort of nation almost that they want to they want to crack and if they can crack it then that's that's you know great for formula one but i don't know i I feel like f1 needs vegas more than vegas needs f1 yeah like you know most of the time we kind of use sport mainly for tourism right so does vegas really need more tourism probably not it's one of the most Mm. iconic tourist destinations in the world but i think this is kind of for me this kind of feels like formula one really trying to embrace the american way of doing sport which is as we've seen the big show the amazing track running through all the landmarks even if it's at the massive kind of disruption to the locals and i mean you know to 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 build a track in vegas where you go through most of the landmarks is super tricky i don't know if you've ever been to vegas it's this bizarre like especially the the strip is this bizarre like um 
sort of microclimate, for lack of a better, it's it's just this ridiculously built place in the middle of the desert. But the infrastructure is so impressive. And then to be like, well, we need to include this landmark, this landmark, this one, this one, this one. You can see why they've had such a tough time building the track to, let's say, a traditional specification because there's so many things to include. And it does feel like to me from the outside that this is going to be a really, really important race. If this race is accepted by the fans, it's going to be the first step in being able to really capitalize on the American market. And if this race is accepted by the American fans, it's going to be a huge step forward for Formula One. And, you know, it is the way the sport is going. And it's also important as well. There's there's a divide across motorsport. There's European motorsport and there's American motorsport. Well, we all love motorsport. We all love racing. We all have really positives and negative aspects that kind of complement each other to racing. So why can't we bring it together and make it more of a, a proper sport across the pond? So I think this weekend is going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be the last kind of bit of showmanship. And and traditionally, I think the you know, like I said, the more traditional fans are kind of against the the, the showmanship of the sport. But why not? Why not? Let's see. Let's see how it's taken on. Let's hope for a great race and um, hopefully some great stuff to talk about when we do the podcast on Monday. We'll be back to the Vegas preview in just a second. But first, an ad from our friends at Uncommon Goods. If you want to hear where'd you get that this holiday season, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. There really is some incredible stuff on the site, and the best part is that when you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the US. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. From art and jewellery to kitchen, home and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you could find just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a non-profit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash WTF1. That's uncommongoods.com slash WTF1 for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, one of the things we might be talking about is Sergio Perez clinching P2 in the driver's standings. He can technically do it this weekend. Uh, do you think he will? And And also, I feel like, 
even though most of our talking points have been, oh, Perez is under pressure from Dan and Ricardo, he's going to lose his seat. I saw an Instagram from um, Christian Horner, maybe a, this week or last week, and he's doing some like event with Perez and, and uh, uh, Max in Milton Keynes in like December. And to me, that was basically, uh, he, he's sticking around because he's not going to be doing an event in Milton Keynes if they're bidding him off after Abu Dhabi. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be a reserve driver. You never know. Red Bull are ruthless, mate. No, he would not take that. I, I think if something was going to happen, it would have happened already. Like, yeah. You know, they, they, they're not one, Red Bull are not a team that kind of sit on their sit on their hands for lack of a better expression. If they've got a direction they want to push, then they just push it. So if we're getting now to the back end of the season, they said that he's going to stay and there's not been like a knee-jerk reaction to change that then barring a complete catastrophe in the next couple of races, I think he's going to stay. He's going to be given one more chance to serve out his contract. And then that's also going to give the the junior drivers a chance to develop. And, you know, we've we've seen a big change this week as well. Well, not a big change necessarily, but a change in the the kind of junior lineup that Red Bull have for the junior team. They've uh, they obviously announced a few weeks ago, well, Dennis Hauger announced that they have two driver. He's no longer a part of the program. We're going to have other drivers stepping up from F3. They just signed another driver called Oli Goeth, who's, uh, who's going to be very, very strong next year with Campos. So, you know, the, the kind of junior driver stable with Red Bulls also changing. I think they're kind of maybe reevaluating their options and maybe just taking a bit of a backseat on fully rushing them through because they've, they've kind of gotten rid of their drivers in F2. They're bringing in rookies in F2. So now they've got a little bit more time for kind of like the talent mm-hmm. funnel coming up. That's actually a really good point. I did notice there was a, a bit of a cull in the in the Red Bull program recently, wasn't there? Jack yeah, Crawford's Jack Crawford's gone. Yeah. Dennis Hager's gone. Montoya's also gone, as far as I'm aware. So they've, you know, they've and obviously brought in drivers. Well, yeah, he was sort of there, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, Red Bull, brutal. Uh, well, Perez will secure P2 if Hamilton doesn't outscore him by more than seven points in Vegas. So that's something we can all get excited about. Um, so, And all the new liveries that are out there as well. That's all really handy too. Um, the other news elsewhere in Formula One, this story continues to bubble away in the background um andretti obviously are bidding to become the 11th team in formula one and they're now in the final stages where they have to be basically ratified by formula one management and and almost as a it feels like it's a sweetener so they're going to be coming in with general motors and and the cadillac brand and uh General Motors and the Cadillac brand have said they will be a power unit supplier in Formula One when the power unit regulations change. I think I think from 2028 is when they said they would uh, be able to provide power units uh, as supplying other, other teams. And to me, that feels like an all out, well, Andretti are in then because because it not only F1, fine, we get 11 team, but then we also get an extra power unit supplier. Great. Yeah, and obviously the teams are kind of opposed. You know, the teams don't want another entry because they don't want to share the prize money. In fact, they don't want to share the money that's there in Formula 1 at the moment. That's been the kind of single biggest inhibitor for new teams. If only the sport was really working to generate more revenue by increasing the fan base, by doing more diverse things like hosting a race in Vegas. It all kind of ties together, doesn't it? So, I again, I think this massively strengthens the uh, the bid for the Andretti entry. 
it also sets up for a good little fight, a little bit of motorsport history, you know, GM versus Ford and the engine side of things. I quite I quite like the idea of that because obviously Red Bull are, have, you know, they've mentioned the technical partnership from 2026 with Ford. So, yeah, there, there's mm. lots of cool little narratives bubbling away in the background there, aren't there, that hopefully, I mean, we, we need... We have we have Haas, but it would be great to have Andretti in Formula One. They're a, they're an American powerhouse, and especially coming in with Cadillac again, I I I'm all for that. And I think everything that Formula One's doing now is kind of doing the best they can to try and make that happen. So let's let's see how that all develops in the next few weeks. Wouldn't that Once, be great? Though? You, you do make a good point, like with the, on the power unit supply. It's like you know Ford versus. Ferrari versus Mercedes versus Renault versus Cadillac. What yeah. versus uh, Honda are on the list as well in, in 2026. That could be six. I feel like I'm missing somebody obvious there, but I can't think who at the moment. But that's like six massive brands just going toe to toe as power unit suppliers. Like that's that's amazing. That would be amazing for Formula One, I think. So, and also. What what does that do for the Cadillac brand? I suppose because I don't know. I'm I'm in the UK. You're in the Netherlands right now. In Europe in general, I don't think you see many Cadillacs on the road, do you? I you know it's one of those things where if you play the game where you look for a yellow car, you find a yellow car. Yeah, if yeah. we play the game where we look for a Cadillac, I still don't think I'd find a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> like America, yeah, Cadillac definitely. Yeah. But, but I wonder if maybe this is you know there's wider implications here for General Motors, which is if one of if not the biggest automotive manufacturer in the world of plans to 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 give you know cadillac uh to have cadillac more in europe or they could just brand their engines as Vauxhall and we'll all be done with it so uh or opal for our european fans thank you very much that's that's what i was waiting for there harry it's very good that you you cover the wide base i i i hope it's not the case i would i would love to see it done properly it's like you said you want you want the big names, you want the different names because again, it just it just adds more to the sport, you know. And yeah, what is what is necessarily different for us is is not necessarily different for, you know, America. But if we can make the as I've said the entire podcast, if we can make the two come together, the better it's gonna make it for the sport. Again, you know, I always drone on about how passionate I am about helping young drivers get through and create opportunities. The more big manufacturers we can have in the sport, the more opportunity there are, not just in Formula One, but outside because motorsport just trickles through. Formula One's the pinnacle. And, you know, when teams dive into Formula One, it normally leads to to other opportunities elsewhere. So I, I see nothing wrong here. I see nothing wrong. And it just, just, we just need the Formula One teams to, you know, be okay sharing a bit of money. That's all we need. It's all we need. It's all we need. It's and they're really need. easy with that. Really easy with sharing money. You don't need that much money to run a Formula One team. That's what I heard. They should sling us some, actually. They've got so much spare. We'll take a bit. We'll take it off your hands. Don't you worry. We could start a race team. Hey, let's not joke about that. Let's not joke about that. Well, <laughs> we need we need to fill the next year with something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, moving on quickly. Um, let's end with this. Uh, will you be purchasing uh, the Bot Ass 2024 calendar? So this is, have you seen this? This is Valtteri Bottas' no, uh, calendar uh, where he has <sighs> taken some rather um, interesting photos where his backside is very much visible. Um, and it's all in order to raise money for uh, prostate cancer and other great causes that Movember support. That's the men's uh, mental health charity. So it's all in lovely 
lovely cause, but will you be making a purchase? So I hadn't no. heard about this. I, no, 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 I mean, no, not, you must have no. seen the photo he presented to like Lewis Hamilton. Like, was it? Yeah, so I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember the photo because I was. A, it was a still from Drive to Survive, wasn't it? Of yeah, him in the yeah, river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so when when we were texting back and forth as we always do, and you text <laughs> me saying Bottas naked calendar, I was I was traveling, and I was like, it's not really something you can Google in a public place, is it? Really? <laughs> so <laughs> I I've just uh, had a look at it now. Your algorithm suddenly I, changes very very quickly if you yeah, if you put that you, in. <laughs> it's one you're one search away from seeing stuff that you really didn't want to see. So. <laughs> But what a great cause, you know, it's obviously great. That I I like, I, I say this a lot, I really like Valtteri Bottas, and I like Valtteri Bottas 2.0. I yeah, like the mother Valtteri. cycling. Not corporate Valtteri. Not corporate Valtteri. Since he's just become cooler, hasn't he, since he left Mercedes. And I've got so much time for it. And, yeah, what a good cause, you know, if, if there's ever a cause to to get your ass out for, it's, it's that. So, you know, good on him and... I probably will buy it to support the cause, but I probably won't spend too much time staring at it. No, no, no. Well, I look forward to when the Callan O'Keefe calendar gets released. Make sure you get your subscriptions in early for that because it sells out every year. One, every one, for, year. The mum, one for the mums at Christmas. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know. <laughs> We're here to cater for all the markets. <laughs> exactly. Global, global. Um, right, we're out of time then. Um, Wherever you're listening to this from, uh, enjoy the rest of the Vegas Grand Prix weekend. And uh, it's sure to be special no matter what. We're all witnessing a bit of history, really, aren't we? Uh, So uh, let's hope for some good racing and a little bit of carnage as well, because we all like a bit of carnage, let's be honest. Uh, Me and Callan and maybe somebody else. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can bring anyone into the to the fun to look back at Vegas next week uh, but in the meantime make sure you are subscribed to the WTF on socials and YouTube channel and from myself Harry Benjamin and Callan O'Keefe we'll see you after Vegas bye bye